Hello and welcome to or welcome back to a runner's life podcast. I'm the host Marcus Brown. I've gone from a 455 marathon down to running a sub three hour marathon. The idea of this podcast is to explore what a runner's life is by speaking to runners and experts to learn from their experiences and to expand on our own boundaries of what a runner's life could represent. If you want to get updates on the podcast or want to see what I'm up to, follow me on Instagram at a runner's life underscore podcast and at the marathon Marcus, all one word. If you find value in the show, please subscribe and share it with your community and leave a rating on your podcast platform that you use as it helps the podcast grow. If you want to support my work directly, you can become a member on Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash a runner's life. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's head to the conversation. Family and community are essential to this guest who wears many hats. In 2019, he was voted in the top 15 social entrepreneurs in the UK by Red Bull. He's the founder of a company called Your Town, which has live community up initiatives, campaigns across various UK towns. In addition to launching Run Grateful, which we'll chat about today, he recently created and founded a platform to support men's overall health. Additionally, he's a children's book author, having released Dumble by Forrest, which is centered around a world where children send their dunnies when they're ready to let them go. Mark, welcome to a Runner's Life podcast. Thanks, Marcus. Thank you. Bit of a random, random uh, projects I'll get out to, aren't I? <laughs> Just hearing about that. <laughs> yeah, you wear many hats, so it's, it's amazing to sort of see the stuff that you get up to as well. So uh, this could be a very long conversation, but we're going to focus on the the run grateful side today. Yeah, brilliant. How are we getting on, anyways? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, thank you. Yeah, doing my best to adapt to. Um, I mean, life's ever changing anyway, regardless of what's going on in the world. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm, I'm healthy. My, my my family's healthy. Uh, I'm trying to be as proactive as I can. Um, obviously, run gratefuls part of that. Um, so yeah, you know, keeping busy and uh, trying to do my best. Yeah, I think that's that's all we can really do, really, especially with this year. Before yeah. we get into the conversation, I want to open with a few intro questions first. Okay. What is one important skill that you think everyone should have? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, first thing that springs to mind, and this is a skill, is the ability to to pause and look at, uh, you know, both sides. You know, I think that's really important. It's something I learned a very long time ago, not to necessarily go with my instant thought um, in, you know, most scenarios, um, definitely some. Uh, yeah, so just the ability to pause and, uh, and, and to, to look at both sides of the story. Um, that that's the first thing that come to mind. That's a great one, really. I think yeah, to stop and just take stock of things, and that's something I've actually been more mindful of, especially with my own running journey as well. Mm-hmm. Especially in the difficult moments where you know it hurts and it's uncomfortable, mm-hmm. it's always to remind myself that there is a space within that breath just to pause and just give yourself kind of a little bit of compassion, even yeah, if it is difficult. And that's the same that you can transfer to life. Yeah, I mean, you just dipped into it there. I'm sure we can expand on this when we chat about run, run grateful. But yeah, running, you know, there's a lot of lessons within running uh, that you can absolutely take take into your everyday life, yeah. What is one of your favourite sayings or quotes? Oh, I do love a quote, I'm not going to lie. Um, they do help me most days in various ways. So I'd say the other one that kind of, springs to mind in this moment is start anywhere start anywhere so it's never that perfect time it's never that per- perfect circumstance so i'm a big believer in uh in yeah starting anywhere yeah totally agree with you with that one and before we started the, the recording the conversation we spoke about david goggins as well and i know he's got quite a few quotes and just sayings and uh processes and uh you know for you know living a living the best life i mean what sort of things have you taken from i guess from him really into your own life yeah cool yeah i've come across uh david a little while ago now a good, good few years ago and uh um i suppose yeah just that kind of 
I mean, in a healthy way, I mean this because it's quite a strong word, but just that relentless pursuit of, you know, getting up every day and showing up and, you know, working towards being the best version of yourself and, um, yeah, and just that kind of, of not giving up, you know, and, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm a big, uh, big fan of his. Um, I mean, he's, you know, he can come across as a bit extreme, I suppose, to some who can't identify with some of what he's done or does. But um, if you were to kind of strip it back, yeah, all he's kind of asking me, if I was to just take it from a personal point of view, is, yeah, just to show up, you know, and um, see where your body and mind can take you in a, in a positive way. But, you know, as a consequence of that behaviour, be ready for, uh, for the journey, you know, because uh, it can bring up certain thoughts and feelings. So, uh, so yeah. Yeah, I think just getting to the, the the core of what you're doing in those processes i mean he's excellent at doing it and like you said maybe the way he delivers it some may find it a bit harsh but i yeah. think it's truthful sometimes you know <laughs> the truth hurts so yeah, absolutely yeah i mean i don't know it sound harsh myself but life is harsh yeah you no know? and um i mean for some more than others to a certain degree but yeah you know if you if you embrace that and um and you're kind of just aware of that and uh then yeah, you can run into it as opposed to running away from it, you know. And um, yeah, and that's just part of kind of what I've found out along the way on my on my journey. And uh, and yeah, that's how I identify with, with David Goggins. And uh, and yeah, I mean, in a, in a roundabout way, he's had a part to play in, you know, the whole run grateful uh, initiative because just uh, you know the the full processes before this all kicked off, um, you know, he he was involved in it. What is the best piece of advice that you've been given? Oh, oh dear. Best bit of advice I've been given. I suppose the best... Oh, there's been so many uh, over the years in lots of different ways, really. But um, this one springs to mind. It's a little bit random again, but uh, obviously I trust the first thought that comes in more often than not. Is, is before I became a father for the first time back in 2005, um my daughter Sienna Rose I was talking to to somebody he, he was a he was a dad himself so he's kind of been down that path and um and and we we're just talking about fatherhood and you know I didn't know what to expect I was young at the time I was like early 20s 21 22 and uh and he was like Mark uh, what I can share with you right now is you know from a uh, being a being a father is is not giving them what you didn't have but giving them what you've got and it's one of them little instances in life which I've just always taken through um, into my kind of journey of being a dad in particular and uh, it really kind of uh, yeah made a big impact on my perception my way of thinking and uh, and it just relieved some of the pressure you know and uh, so yeah it's the first one to come to my Marcus so uh, yeah don't, it's not about giving my kids what I didn't perceive I didn't have it's about giving them what I've got so there you I go. think that's a great piece of advice because you know you get parents that sort of think you know maybe I didn't have this as a child so I'm going to give my kids all these external things yes you know as a as a way to kind of build them up but I think in like in, the, in that aspect that you said you're not giving them what you have which is your time mm-hmm. which is what they want really they're not looking for like designer clothes or expensive things at a young age they just want you to be present yeah and even throughout the rest of life as well yeah, completely. Yeah, and listen, I'm not saying for one second that's necessarily unhealthy, you know, giving yep. them lots of things. But, but like I said, it's coming from a point of view of just giving them what you've got, um, yep. because all of a sudden that that's from a, a you know a healthier um, place, I, I believe. So, um, so yeah, that's a bit of advice that has absolutely uh, made a massive impression on on me back then, and uh, yeah, I've always remembered it. Yeah, it's a great thing, and I think yeah, like you said, just re-emphasize like if you have the means to give your kids, you know, expensive clothes or whatever, don't feel bad for doing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, like cool. said, but at the same time, just give them what you have. Yeah. And, uh, you know, my girls are teenagers now, so, you know, they definitely, um, yeah, their, their tastes have, uh, have gone up a notch over the last few years, we say. Uh, but <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, some things never change. Yeah, exactly. And do you listen to music when you run all audiobooks? Do you know what? I think I'm one of the few, because this is a conversation I've had with a few people over the years. Um, I don't know why, um, but I've I've always chosen not to listen to anything whilst running. Um, 
And on the odd occasion, I think, oh, I should kind of listen to a podcast or listen to music just to mix it up a little bit. But I just, I just never do. Um, maybe it's because I'm not in the habit of it. So, so no, I don't. Um, never, never have. My relationship with running has, has never been around. Um, yeah, listening to things. Uh, just my own thoughts, really. Um, and a lot of what you introduced, uh, how you introduced me, uh, a lot of them ideas were born from going out running. So it's just kind of uh, a process uh, that I dive into whilst out. And uh, I don't know, maybe I've always felt that music might have interfered with that somewhat. But I will try it one day because uh, I don't think it's going to do me no harm to have yeah. a little look into that. But it seems like I was speaking to another guest from the Runners Life podcast and she was saying something similar. I was like, do you listen to music or audio books? She was like, no, I like to kind of be in the moment and just mm-hmm. it's, for her, it's, it's connecting with the running and especially like listening to her cadence or just being in touch yeah. with how she feels, not trying to distract herself from maybe the discomfort of the of the act of running, but just to be within it. And I guess that you're saying that as well, but also beyond that, you it's like a great place for you to kind of just connect with yourself and just go through ideas and thoughts and things like that yeah 100 percent. yeah i mean just with kind of how i got into running really my relationship has has always been just like a well-being piece you know i've always run for my well-being i mean uh i've been running for like 10 years now and i was kind of never it was really into chasing pbs or distances or anything like that and uh, running was uh, one of the first things that i found which um yeah, which really just allowed me that time, as you kind of I've just alluded to, really just for me to connect with myself and, and go out and spend a period of time, you know, um, just gathering my thoughts and, and maybe just getting, you know, a different perspective on certain uh, things that might have been going on. It fitted in well with the family because my girls were young at the time and, you know, I had a few friends that were cyclists, but it just always felt a bit of a faff to kind of get your bike ready. You might get a puncture. You'd have to be out for a bit longer to cover X amount of distance. We're running. You could literally just put your shoes on from the front door. No one would really miss you. You could be out for like half hour or so. Um, so yeah, just from early on, you know, my, my relationship with running has just been been about that really. I mean, you spoke about your relationship with running there, and I'm sort of thinking, how has the act of running changed from where you started to now? I assume it's like always like an ongoing process with yourself, really, isn't it? Yeah. Oh wow. Listen, phew, like uh, running. Wow, um, unbelievable journey has taken me on. I, I never expected it. I never had any expectation around it uh, at all. But these last ten years have just been been incredible. Really, just uh, I mean, we kind of spoke about it briefly, but just you know, the lessons that I've taken from it into life, consciously and subconsciously, um, have been uh, in, brought incredible value to me and um, really supported me in, in my next steps. Yeah, it's introduced me to lots of different people and places, and uh, and yeah, been the spark for for so many ideas. So it, it's changed. Um, I still fundamentally run for my well being, but just as a consequence of being, you know, consistent and um, and all, you know everything like that. Of course, I've got a little bit quicker and I've gone a little bit further. Um, but yeah, it's just. Uh, running has been consistent for me uh, throughout this last 10 years in particular and uh, and, and long may it continue really because I absolutely adore it and uh, yeah and um, and I've, you know I trust that will, that will never go away really. Yeah it's, it's funny how that routine with running you know impacts other areas of your life as well. Yeah yeah it's um and it, and it is strange because you know lots of diff, you know everyone uh, gets has their own opinion on on it. You know some people are not fans of it. I know some people that you know just just the thought of running kind of sends them into some kind of uh, <laughs> like uh, yeah, just no, no, thank you, mate, not for me. Um, and yet others, yeah, they you know for whatever reason they get into it. You know, um, you know there seems to be uh, well, my hope is for, for most, uh, and it comes back into that relationship thing that I've uh, brought up a couple of times. It all depends on the, the expectation around it. You know, I've never seen running as anything in my life which um, was kind of a tool to bring me down or to beat myself up with if I wasn't to reach a certain 
landmark or distance or whatever, whatever. You know, it's just something that's quite freeing for me where I just didn't, I've got other areas of my life, um, you know, being a dad and, and a founder of certain things now. So there is pressure there and uncertainty and, you know, anxieties and stuff like that. And, um, and yeah, I'm just really pleased that, uh, you know, the relationship we're running hasn't represented that for me it has been, you know, just um, to something in my life, which, yeah, just kind of you know, allows me time, really, and, um, and and not at all to, to you know, add to that plate of what is already sometimes quite overwhelming, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. What do you sort of say overwhelming in terms of just, like, navigating through life and life's challenges? Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, just, you know, it's, it's sort of a bit of a contradiction, um at times, you know, life and uh, definitely what I choose to do, and because it is a choice that I make, and you know, being the, the you know the founder, uh, for want of a better word, of of a few uh, projects uh, or initiatives, you know, does bring you know certain thoughts and feelings that which can be overwhelming, you know, and as much as at times you um, you know you feel like there, there might be an easier um, you know, things to do, uh, and, and running at a, at a big part to play in this as well. Just that I've, I've embraced, I've embraced this creativity in me and, yeah. and to embrace that creativity, you know, means that there are going to be obstacles and conversations and, you know, and with growth brings kind of certain levels of, of responsibilities and, and stuff like that. So yeah, to navigate my way through that, to kind of, you know, look after myself within that to provide for, for my family and to kind of, um, you know, I'm a big, uh, I'm very passionate around communities and, you know, creating opportunities and spaces for others and support others um, as I was supported, um, you know, across across my journey. So, so yeah, you know, it's, um, it's, it's a big conversation. Um, I've, uh, I've embraced that side of me, you know, which is uh, which running sparked a lot of it and encouraged me in the early days to uh, follow my curiosity with this stuff. Because, you know, prior to uh, to running, my life was a bit different. My day to day, I was, you know, um, the way I earned a living was very, very different to how I go out there and uh, and make a living these days. Um, so yeah, it just comes, uh, yeah, just. Uh, incredible really so it's, it's really important I look after myself within that because otherwise it could uh, yeah go the other way and, and become a bit too much yeah I mean there's so much in that like I could I could go into and sort of delve into but um I mean one of the things that sort of jumped out I mean I, maybe I'm making a connection here that may may or may not be you'll tell me otherwise is that I think in life you know there will be ebbs and flows mm-hmm. and that's going to happen anyways yeah and in lot in running we have the same sort of thing as ebbs and flows it's not always going to be sunshines and rainbows you're not going to jump out of bed be like yeah i can't wait to do this run some days you just yeah. i'm not really feeling this you just do it yeah but i feel like in doing those difficult things it kind of gives you that bit of resilience to go back into your life and like you said before about just pausing just to be able to like go okay take a breath and like what's the best next step whether it's running or life not that those problems go away but just give you that little space that you know that you can do that 100 percent. yeah on a, on a micro level it does teach you so many things in just in that one run you know i mean 5k is a long way a lot of people belittle how far 5k is because of all the other distances there are but you know even on a 5k run as you mentioned like the resilience that you kind of need and the kind of mindset and and how before you go out, you commit to that time. Um, yeah, you can take them learnings into life because, as you just mentioned, you have good runs, bad runs, good bad, good days, bad days. You've got beautiful, stunning autumn runs. You know, which are kind of chilly and blue skies, and and then you've got the the, the rainy runs. You know, which you kind of look out the window and say, no, thank you very much. But you know, you go out to have that experience because you know uh, experiences come in all different shapes and sizes, and. Um, and yeah, you know, absolutely running invites uh, invites that way of thinking, really. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. And you also spoke about community, which is what I want to move on to. I mean, running plays such an important part of your life, but then you want to sort of give that value to other people. So mm-hmm. can you start to tell me a little bit about the Run Grateful initiative, please? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm so chuffed 
with kind of where we are and, and the start that we've made. Uh, my, my hope is this will be a, a lifetime's work, you know, and, uh, and we can continue connecting, running and gratitude uh, for those that are interested in making that connection. Um, even for runners that maybe have been doing it for a very long time, but have never kind of attached, you know, gratitude or things of that nature to their running practice. Um, then yeah, there's an invitation there just to explore different ways of running or uh, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but it come about, we, we've mentioned David Goggins. Uh, th- this year um, I planned on doing a couple of ultra runs and, um, yeah, you know, with, with COVID, et cetera, all, all bets were off. So just during lockdown, really, um, over in the UK, uh, when we were allowed to go out for longer than an hour, um, as a bit of a next step uh, to that David Goggins 48-hour Four, four miles every four hours um, challenge. Uh, I committed to doing the 24-hour marathon, uh, which uh, starts with a 5K and then you run a mile on the hour every hour for, for the remaining hours. So within the 24-hour period, you've covered a marathon distance. Uh, yeah. I've never done a marathon before, so this felt like a, a nice way of uh, doing my first one. And um, my little spin on it was attaching gratitude uh, every hour, so dedicating... Um, the hours to people or experiences I was grateful for and uh, I shared that on my social media it went down really really well and you know overwhelmed with the feedback I was getting and people really sharing that you know they enjoyed following the 24 hours uh, with me and uh, they felt part of it and it made them look at what they were grateful for and getting you know a perspective on what was going on and I just felt well this is incredible if there is a way that I could open this up for others to have similar experiences to myself then what would that look like and within a couple of days I thought of the name Run Grateful the 24-hour challenge isn't for everybody so uh, I felt okay how can we make this a bit more inclusive because that's really important to me so then we um, come up with the uh, Run a Grateful Mile and you know we could open it up globally um, you could go and run or walk that grateful mile, uh, tag us in, tell us what you're grateful for. You know, even with lockdown, you know, um, a mile, even if you walk it, you know, is, you know, 15, 16 minutes, give or take. So, uh, you know, it wasn't going to uh, impact the day um, massively. So we felt that was realistic. And, uh, and yeah, you know, a few months on, you know, with the incredible Liz helping me behind the scenes, uh, who I come across by an introduction from somebody that um, I knew. Um, yeah, something really beautiful has been created. We've had over 50 countries across the world get involved in the Grateful Mile weekends that we've done, which we've done two of. Uh, we've created this uh, 24-hour experience on a running track um, early September where we've got other runners from around the UK to take part and we created this uh, beautiful 11-minute film um, around the, the 24-hour challenge. Uh, just really focusing on gratitude and what it meant for others. And uh, yeah, you know, we'll we see where it goes, Marcus. But um, I'm, I'm really chuffed. We're embarking on on a streak in December of running or walking a grateful mile every day, um, just leading it into 2021 and, uh, you know, trying to end, the, end what has been a very up and down year um, on a bit of a positive note. And uh, just introducing people to gratitude work, and uh, kind of how I say easy. Um, I don't mean that literally. You know, if it's if it doesn't come naturally to you, if it's not something kind of you you, you practice or kind of delved deep into. But relatively speaking, you know, it's pretty straightforward to understand. And I suppose the journey with gratitude is kind of going a bit a bit deeper with it and um, looking into uh, yeah your your own gratitude and and. Uh, and if you can attach that to running, um, which is what we do, even better. Yeah, I think I want to get into the challenge for December. But before we get there, I just want to take a couple moments to step back. Yeah. And just think about the word gratitude. Mm-hmm. And why is that important to you? And why does it play such prominence within sort of the one grateful logo? I mean, gratitude is something that I found out about um, years ago. Um, and I say found out, it's kind of, uh, you know, obviously it's a word, you know, in the vocabulary that you hear of and, and about, no matter kind of where you're from, it's just one of them 
boys that he had banded around. Uh, but yeah, a good few years ago is is a word that I kind of took on and wanted to um, look into a bit more and uh, to see. Uh, you know, so I started to do things like gratitude lists um, on, on a daily basis, and was consistent with that. And I just felt the the power really about pen to paper, about looking at the good in my life, about focusing on the good in my life, not kind of uh, focusing too much of where the mind sometimes wants to take you, you know, outwardly around what you haven't got or what you haven't achieved or, you know, all that kind of fear-based stuff, really. So it was a really great way of just kind of uh, focusing my attention on, yeah, the good in my life about feeding myself. And, and it's just a good grounding for me. And um, and then, yeah, throughout my running journey over the last 10 years, I myself have gone out on gratitude runs and, you know, mindful runs and, and things like that just to mix it up. So it's really important to me, and I believe it's a really, really great tool that doesn't cost anything um, the, that you can implement into into your days or your weeks. You know, more often than not, is um, is obviously ideal, but it's still something in its own right that's really powerful. That even if once in a blue moon you just think, okay, you know, things are getting a bit overwhelming for me, um, you know, with certain things that are going on, circumstances or challenges in life. I just really need to take stock here. And if you would sit down with a pen and kind of just, you know, jot down um, some of the, you know, the basics in life, you know, um, which carry a lot of, of, of weight, then yeah, it'd just be a good point to just to reset. So yeah, gratitude is powerful. It's, it's obviously a global word, currency. So it's not unique to anyone or, or anything. Yeah, it's a great way to kind of keep you like grounded like you said yeah when you start the day and like you said like sometimes if you do get a challenge happening it's a great way to kind of short circuit that yes like that, that thing and that mind process and then just reset like you said yeah just to give you a different perspective on looking at that challenge which i think is really key and when you spoke about when you first started doing it yourself from that david goggins challenge mm-hmm. i can imagine the first sections of like what to be grateful for are fairly straightforward you could be like uh oh, happy for my like my family to to be healthy and mm-hmm. you know to have a roof in my head but i guess towards the end of it, it, it not like you're clutching at straws but i guess it gets a little bit more difficult to sort of find things and i mean what what are you sort of towards the end i mean what are you sort of looking to be grateful for without repeating yourself and the same same themes at the beginning well that's the beauty of, of work like this really um is yeah you do start with the the obvious things you know and, and they're pretty generic like i'm happy with my house i'm grateful for this that and the other which uh like i said uh, is is incredible and they're absolutely things that uh, you can you can focus on but yeah towards the end it, it had the opposite effect actually marcus i was just going a little bit a uh, bit deeper with it and just homing on the specifics like people you know people that have really impacted my life that have guided me that have been there to support me and and or you know singular experiences uh, so not kind of being so generic um, around certain things that have happened for me but just really hyper focusing on on the individuals and you know throughout that 24 hour day you know I'll go out I'd run my mile be back you know after like eight nine ten minutes or whatever and then I'd have and remember when I first did this I'd, I'd this was really spontaneous of me which is generally how I roll um, I had no framework around how I was going to do it necessarily and just kind of one of them situations which just kind of just, just rolled on throughout the day and become more obvious for me and I'd get back from my mile, I'd scroll through my phone and looking for you know certain people cause, um, and then I'd kind of you know, share that photo of that person or that kind of time in my life. And I would just spend like 20, 25 minutes just really thinking about that person or that experience to go back to maybe how it made me feel or how they make me feel. And um, and it was lovely for them because some of the feedback I was getting, because they, you know, especially the individuals, you know, they weren't to know what I was uh, going to be doing that day. So for them to look look at my feed and maybe see a photo of, of myself with them, and me being kind of really personal, I suppose, with with a you know a little story about how how I really value them and um, and I really appreciate them. Um, you know, they were uh, equally as overwhelmed as I was, and um, and it made them feel 
nice, you know, uh, which isn't uh, a bad thing either. So kind of it was a bit of a win-win, really. Um, so yeah, as the day is progressing, Marcus, uh, there's always something to be grateful for and to find 24 things uh, in a singular day. Um, yeah, it could be perceived as uh, clutching at straws towards the end. But if there had been 25, I might have been struggling. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, the 24 worked out nicely. And I've done this multiple times now, so um, I, t- I tend not to go over that old ground either. Yeah, and I think yeah, you, you sort of open your mind to looking at different routes. And I like the way you sort of spoke about, you know, different people and different lessons. And even for me, something I've looked at things with being grateful for mm-hmm. is even say some of my perceived um failures or, you yeah. know, um that you know, especially with the marathons. So some of the lessons I learned last year mm-hmm. have really helped me for the marathon that I ran this year. Yeah. And it's only looking back at now that I'm grateful for those experiences, but at the time I'm like, man, this is rough. Absolutely. Yeah. So great gratitude can also come from not just always like the happy place of like, but it can also come from a place of learning. Oh, hundred percent. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. I mean, so some of the biggest things I'm grateful for have definitely come out through, you know, some of the darker days where in that moment, yeah, you, you kind of, it's really hard to imagine, you know, anything other than um, not negative feelings necessarily, but but then kind of um, that's a bit of a lesson in life. You know, if you've got the ability and gratitude is a gateway to this and it's, a, it's an amazing tool to really kind of, you know, walk towards um, you know, a more positive outlook or way of thinking, um, you know, you can, you can most definitely, you know, use that to reflect as you've, as you've done and actually think, actually, I'm grateful for that experience or, or that circumstance at the time. It filled me with a bit of fear, et cetera, or, um, or whatever but yeah you know if you if you can rise above that and mature enough to to learn and uh, humble yourself to know that you know it's just part of the tapestry of life then um yeah 100 percent you can uh, be grateful for for anything most definitely and what's the response been like from the community in terms of things that they've been grateful for and maybe the impact that it's had on them uh, I'll, I'll use that word overwhelming. I mean, that's probably the best phrase that, that I can that I can use in, in situations like this because uh, I mean, so, some are not my stories to tell, um, you know, and they're just messages that, that I get with kind of what this initiative has, has unlocked for them, uh, which is incredible. Um, you know, the the twenty four hour uh, run grateful event that we launched uh, around that running track early September, that was an amazing opportunity to meet others and hear about their gratitude. And, you know, there's been some stories out there. Um, there's one lady in particular that won't mind me sharing because she actually shared about it openly with the film that we created. You know, she's grateful for uh, her her daughter, you know, um, and yet she tried for, for years to, to have other children and, and couldn't. And this was just an opportunity for her to just reflect on the fact that she has one child, which, you know, is very, very lucky and, and not everybody are lucky enough to have, to even, you know, um, have one child. So, you know, there, there's stories like that, which are just kind of deep and, uh, you know, really heartfelt. And um, and I really felt that Trina um, was really courageous and honest with, with sharing that with us. And then, um, yeah, you know, you have other stories from literally across the world now of, of people just sharing um you know, there was um, obviously that big catastrophe happened uh, in the world with that uh, bombing. Uh, I forgot where it was now. Um, I say bombing, sorry, uh, explosion. Um, oh, where was it? It was uh, in the Middle East somewhere. Um, and I think that was around about the weekend that we done our first ever Grateful Mile weekend, where people went out and, and done their mile, and uh, and they were feeding back stories about how grateful they were, even in amongst that chaos. You know, just really kind of hyper focusing on 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 themselves and how lucky they were to be here. So, you know, there's some big old gratitude stories out there like that, um, and then others. You know, just really grateful to be able to go out and uh, be in amongst nature and to go and you know run around with with uh, with other people and and things like that. So, do you know what? I think that reminds me. I think Liz was out there. I know we spoke about Liz before. Yes, she was. That, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was all over the news and definitely traumatic for the people involved so it's like you say like from that experience and what happened with Trina as well like gratitude doesn't always come from the the goals and you know the natural you know what I mean the things we naturally think it would be it does come from the challenging times that you can actually re- look back and reflect on yeah and I think it's twofold really I mean it's you know go a bit deeper into the gratitude I think if you could witness or read or see others that are really kind of experiencing you know very traumatic 
things, you know, then it does get things in perspective in, in our own lives. You know, maybe we're, we're not in a situation like that, which is, you know, pretty rare, but unfortunately they do go on. Um, and if we're in a bit of a sticky situation and we think, oh, there's nothing for me to be grateful for, that's going wrong, that's going wrong, etc. But if we can actually see somebody else going through something, think, actually, do you know what? Let's rein it in a little bit here. You know, if you know, there's other people around the world that are going through, you know, some extreme circumstances or, or situations, um, then it can, yeah, really kind of um, kick us up the up the arse, Marcus, and uh, make us think, you know, seriously about, okay, things are not that bad. You know, where are we? It goes back to that reset button. Um, you know, what's what's the good in my life? Let's let's focus on that and let's see if we can uh, go in that direction. Yeah, I totally agree. I know you touched upon it before, but can you tell me a little bit more about the upcoming challenge, which is the 31 day, one daily grateful mile run streak? Yeah, so um, well, I was flirting with a, with a few things. It's my own little creative process of things to do in 2021, and um, and there was a few things that I was going to commit to, you know, under the run grateful umbrella, just to kind of. Uh, yeah, I'm one of them guys in life that I would never ask anyone to do anything if I wouldn't do it myself. It's one of my little things, uh, my little rules as being a dad as well. So um, so with that in mind, yeah, I was flirting with a few things of what we could do, chatting to others. And uh, um, a friend of mine, you, I think you're familiar with uh, this gentleman, uh, one of life's good ones. I was chatting to Charlie Dark and um, just around Run Grateful. He loves Run Grateful and, and uh, obviously, you know, the potential of it, etc. And uh, we were just, yeah, just batting a few things together. And he was like, well, listen, it's been a bit of a um, dodgy year. Um, so with some of what we've been talking about, why don't we just kind of bring it forward a little bit. And uh, and every day in December, leading into 2021, uh, why, why don't we do this grateful mile a day? So um, I was like, yeah, um, let's, let's action that. Let's do it. So I uh, spoke to a couple of others. And uh, we're going to be talking to people throughout the month on, on IGTV just around their gratitude and uh, and, and running, and uh, which is really exciting. We've got this other little series we're going to attach to it. So it's literally just committing to um, walking or running uh, every day in December, you know, and being part of something greater than ourselves, being part of this kind of global connection through gratitude, using using running or walking as, as our gateway to that. And uh, and yeah, as we probably you know, some of us know Marcus, uh, and it sounds a bit you sounds like you've got that kind of consistency with you, with certain practices that that you believe in. But if we can kind of go running or, or walking, you know, on a, on a daily basis, it's not too much stress on the body. Just being a mile uh, without belittling how far a mile is. Um, I just think yeah, throughout that month, it might kind of lead us into 2021 with. Uh, maybe a more positive mindset if that's what you're after um yeah. but then with that consistency could open you up to hearing things a bit differently seeing things a bit differently and uh and just joining run grateful really and, and hopefully getting involved in what we're creating and putting together and um playing a part in that and i just felt it was a realistic thing for people to commit to um because of the time that it, it it takes and uh and yeah, easy, accessible, and and it just felt right, you know. So we're really excited about it. It doesn't cost anything, and um, so yeah, just kind of sign up on the website rungrateful.com and uh, and go out and and run grateful, Marcus, and um, and it's good to go and explore it for yourselves. You know, whether gratitude is something that you practice um, often, or or whether it's something completely brand new to you. You know, obviously, throughout that month, as I've, as I've mentioned, we will be talking to others. So there's a bit of a, um, yeah, a bit more of an in-depth chat around kind of what it means and kind of um, how you can integrate it into your life. And uh, and yeah, we're, we're really excited about um, about kicking it off. So not long now. Yeah, and just listening to what you're saying about the whole initiative, I think the good thing about it is that it's towards the end of the year. Mm-hmm. It's been a rough year for so many people for so many obvious reasons. Yeah. And it's achievable. And I think it's a nice way just to, I'm not sure if it's nice is the right word, but it's a good way to get people kind of focused on the stuff that they can control, especially, you know, with winter, you know, shorter days, less sun, mm-hmm. inside more. I think it's a nice way just to end the year because Christmas can be quite lonely for a lot of people yeah it can be a trigger for so many people so i think it's a great it's a great initiative yeah yeah we, we believe that and uh and kind of you just just made me think of um something that's really important wrapped around this is 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 achievable 
you know, yeah. um, if you are lucky enough to walk or run, you know, and if you can't, we're going to find ways and means in which we can walk or run that mile for you. Um, yeah. We really are trying to be as inclusive as, as possible with this, but but it's really important that we we do set achievable goals. You know, we don't set out to, to, to fail, for want of a better word. I'm not a fan of that word, but I don't know play with words um yeah. and so this yeah with it just being a mile a day and uh with it being a month you know we really feel if you know if you were to kind of just take it a day at a time which is one of my little mantras as well then yeah you know it kind of boosts you and uh it, you know you're definitely not going to feel worse afterwards uh than, than when you started the month you know with whatever's going on and it just be that time that you can commit to yourself whether you want to walk that or run that mile uh, by yourself i know uh, hopefully this will change early december if um, if if the world says so but you know we can only go out and maybe socialize with one other person outdoors at the yeah. moment um so hopefully yeah things like that do change but even if not it could just be that time by yourself where you're maybe not used to to um to, to doing that every day you know because there, there hasn't been a hook for you to maybe kickstart that way of thinking uh, and this could be that kind of that hook for people to think actually yeah that sounds good I can commit to spending 10 minutes uh, to myself every day and uh, let's go and walk or run that mile so uh, it's achievable it's, it's, it, we haven't presented this in a way in which you know it's, it's a reason to, to give up um, or to beat yourself up or anything like that so uh, so yeah um uh, I think it's going to be incredible, and uh, it's, it's one of my little sounds again. Is is as long as one person turns up, Marcus, the, you, you've done okay. So uh, that's my hope. So I don't know if you're up for doing it, Marcus, but um, I know a good few people will be. So uh, already, because I've already signed up, so I'm I'm optimistic we can we can build this to be a really meaningful thing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we've spoken offline about locations and things like that, and my head was sort of thinking we should definitely like connect mm-hmm. next month and just get this on and uh, definitely do it. I'm up for it. So yeah, we'll, we'll definitely set this up. Oh, good man. Yeah. So it's, it's good. It's uh yeah, it's a nice thing to do in the world. So, um, you know, I'm going to work tirelessly behind the scenes to, to make things happen and to get people on board to support us in, in various ways. And um, yeah, I believe that, you know, the gratitude and uh, and things of that nature, as we've spoken about quite in depth, is, is really important, you know, uh, for anybody, no matter kind of where you're from, what you've got, what you haven't got, the, the ages that you are, you know, especially for like, the next generation, for my girls, you know, we've been walking a grateful mile during lockdown, um, something yeah. that I'll commit to. So, uh, and just to go on them walks with my girls, you know, every day, um, and it's been raining on a few and they've still kind of got out and uh, put their coats on. Um, it's just yeah. a nice time to spend, you know, and we can share, even at that young age, just planting seeds largely, but um, it all goes in. It's all very subtle stuff, but, you know, it's really important tools to have in life. Yeah. Uh, the thing as well I like about gratitude is it also focuses your mind on what is actually true because sometimes as, as, as people, we assume that the narrative in our own mind is absolutely hundred percent true. <laughs> and sometimes it's just completely not, you know, sometimes we don't stop. But is that actually true? Yeah. And I think the thing about gratitude is it is a, another way to reframe that question. Is what I'm thinking true, mm-hmm. but it's reframing it in a, in a, in a way that's going to be a healthier way for you to move forward. Yes. And I think that's another great thing of what you're doing as well. And it gets people, kind of like just thinking in a different way just yeah. challenging those thoughts yeah is this true is this helping me this particular thought yes i'm not saying that you know life is is amazing all the time it's not but it's how you kind of react to what's happening is what is going to be kind of important really yeah rather than the external thing itself most definitely you know and you know this is this is a big conversation yeah you mentioned at the start you know we could talk forever about certain things that kind of you get up to I get up to and there's you know there's a common ground there but you know it's a big conversation you know with how we do support ourselves physically and, and mentally and you know different tools that are that are out there and different opportunities to to support us in our next steps and um yeah and kind of sieving through the noise of, of life and how we're adapting to to situations that you know a lot can happen in 24 hours you know my dad said it to me for years you know it's a famous old say and you know even with with covid you know no one in a million years expected this to happen but you know still you know um covid uh, apart you know life does throw up um a lot you know depending on um you know what you've got going on so 
yeah, if we've got the ability just to kind of um, sift through the noise of the mind and the insecurities and the kind of the pressures and the, I should be doing this or, you know, what do they think about me and, you know, all that kind of, uh, you know, it, it can be a storm, you know, in between years. What do I do? How do I do it? Who do I do it with? How do I get there? And oh, even as I'm talking to you now, I can hear myself speaking quicker because it is relentless you know so yeah. um so yeah gratitude is just one of many but you know obviously uh, what run grateful focuses on um is one of many tools in which you, know, you said it perfectly just to kind of okay what's the truth here you know what, what's mine what's not what's important you know what's manageable what's uh what's what's achievable today and um and what's just a complete kind of lie you know because uh, we're we're influenced by so much these days, you know, everywhere we look, even if we feel like we've got a level of self-awareness and, uh, and we're not influenced, you know, that's a lie in itself, you know, so yeah. uh, we are, you know, no matter you know, what we do or don't think about that kind of stuff. So, yeah, if we have got the ability, I'll say it again, you know, every day, if possible, for even a few minutes a day, just to pause, just to reset, reflect, just to kind of pay attention to, you know, where we are, etc. then, um, then yeah, you know, the hope is, and um, I, I haven't been proven wrong that, you know, life does feel a bit more realistic and, uh, and you can start to get inspired and start to get energized and you can start to impact other people's lives and kind of support them in, in their efforts. And then there's a web and all of a sudden they get inspired and energized and, and they can support somebody else. And all of a sudden you've got this whole, energy around you know positive outlooks and and positive uh you know next steps with um and and yeah you know and and, and you can be surrounded by that energy as opposed to the the other energy um and yeah and and hopefully life will just be a better place and uh and you can crack on and and, and live live it how you feel like you can you know i went off on one there marcus do apologize <laughs> That's what you want, really. You want a talker for a podcast. If you just gave a yes or no answers, it would be kind of just me chatting to you. <laughs> yeah, no, mate, listen, I say I'm deeply passionate about this. I could talk about it for, for, forever. And um, so, yeah, but I did go off. I caught myself. No, it's perfect. What you said is perfect. I, I love this stuff. So this is like what the, the podcast is about, is having these conversations and we go back and forth. It's not, you know, a prescriptive type of thing. But mm-hmm. I've asked you some things about Run Grateful and I imagine you've been asked questions about it before, are there any questions that you wish that you were asked about the initiative or things that maybe I've missed today that you want to talk about? Marcus, what a, what a great question. Very good question. Um, uh, nothing springs to mind, if I'm honest. No, I mean, it, you know, Run Grateful is all entwined with with my own personal beliefs. You know what I mean? Um, it, just, it was born out of my own... Um, uh, you know what how I see the world and and how I kind of you know want the world to be uh, for want of a better word so yeah so all the projects uh, we haven't gone um, into others um, for obvious reasons because it's uh, about run grateful in particular but you know it's it was born from just my ideals you know and um, and yeah so I'm, I'm, I'm deeply um, um, curious about seeing what what impact it can have, really. So um, I know it didn't really answer your question, but no, the questions you've asked are you know, not just the obvious ones, but but the only ones, really. You know, and and I'm sure I'm going to find out more along the, this journey of run grateful, and you know, with the people that I meet, i.e., you, you know, and um, and kind of how it connects with others. So I'm really interested to see, um, yeah, the feedback from from other people that um, are consistent with with being part of the Run Grateful community and uh, and seeing how we can kind of settle in their lives. It really comes across quite strong that in this conversation, you know, as much as, you know, we kind of trying to make sure that we're sorted and our families are sorted, but there's a need to give back to other people and impact the community in a positive way. Mm-hmm. Well, where do you sort of think that comes from, from you? Oh, well, um, my own evidence we've spoken about that you know i've got so much evidence in my life where you know the value of giving back and you know what i've got isn't isn't mine if that makes sense you know every 
everything that I see or hear, you know, is just kind of you, you remix it and, and you kind of share it in your own way with your own terminology and your own way of being and stuff like that. So I, I've never really felt for years now that what I've got is mine to keep. You know, uh, it's a relentless world out there and it's a world in which people do maybe want to keep certain things to themselves. You know, some of it is uh, just through greed and, um, and and things of that nature. And other things, you know, they want to keep to themselves because they just feel like that, you know, call it insecurities and, and, and things like that. But, you know, they feel like they haven't got nothing to share and they feel they haven't got a story to tell or they feel like they can't support others because they can't support themselves. And And I'm just a big believer that we've all got something to give. You know, as long as we kind of humble ourselves best way we can to, to, to not take ownership of anything. And there's, listen, there's a, there's a balance with that because, you know, if you do put effort into something or you do back yourself in certain ways and, you know, you, you commit to, you know, putting in the hours and the resources and the money into certain things, then yes, you're going to feel like you, you know, you deserve something in return to a certain degree because, you know, just the ABCs of life. But yeah. strip all that away, you know, yeah depending on what you believe in either religiously or spiritually or whatever, you know, if, if you can be of service to other people, you know, I'm not a religious man, but I use that terminology. If you can give back, if you can support others, then, you know, as, as a consequence, then that just gives you a reason for being, you know, it just kind of gets you up in the morning. It's, it's my passion. And, you know, and that come from answer to your earlier question. So I don't want to kind of throw this, uh, into the fire uh, as we're probably about to finish up but you know I'm 18 years sober uh, ended up in rehab when I was uh, 18 back in 2002 and um, yeah and I just started to sieve through the denial that I was in you know I was uninspired I was um, I had no direction I had no structure didn't know who I was where I was what I was doing where I was going um, and very quickly you know after you know I'd um, like I said, put down various bits and pieces. You know, I had time and uh, to to reflect and to kind of you know grow up and to take responsibility. And, uh, and very quickly, I realised that you know um, that yeah, you know, having a positive impact on the world and and uh, and and seeing what that looked like for me was the only way forward. You know, and um, and. And yeah, just the way that my mind is is made up now with, you know, the spaces that I'm involved in and the conversations I'll get invited to is very solution based, you know, and uh, and it's largely centered around um, uplifting others, you know, um, and no one can kind of tell me otherwise, really, because uh, I've yet to find out that that's a complete waste of time. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So again, I went off on one. I'm yeah, passionate. No, it's like you say, it's like you went, once you see evidence of something working in a positive way, you do a little bit more of it and then it gives you more evidence. You're just like, well, and I think as well, like it's such an important thing. Is like, And you can relate to the father as well. It's like if you keep everything to yourself mm-hmm. and you just, when you, the time you pass, it's like, what is, what's the point of that life? Yeah. It's like you've got to give to someone, you've got to give what you have to other people. Otherwise, what's, how can you make that, the world better or them yeah. better? Yeah. And the trick is, is acknowledging and not being so self-centered, uh, I think that's the right phrase, um, yeah. that you weren't giving it in the first place. You know? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, that's just, to be honest with you, true. you were given everything, you know, and, and even if you think you've got a unique, I mean, unique in itself, you know, suggests it's, there's nothing else out there like it, but, you know, it's, it's just remixed, you know, and um, like I said, as long as you've got good intent, for me anyway, like actions speak louder than words, if you've got good intentions, if, if you're honourable and, and honest and all that kind of stuff and transparent, then listen, we can all crack on, we can all collaborate, we can all make things happen. Um, but yeah, you know, like you said, for, for, you know, there's some out there that, are just, and it's all born out of insecurity in my, in my opinion, or maybe they've been wronged. So they feel like, you know, it's justified for them to keep hold of things or whatever. But yeah, on the whole, um, it sounds like an ideal way of living, um, which I promote um, and, and I kind of live by. So, um, you know, there are some consequences to that. It does make you feel certain things at certain times, but, but yeah. Yeah, I yeah. totally relate to that as well. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> you're right. I mean, we've all been given some, even if you've got some sort of natural ability to do something, someone's probably shown you something unless you were like literally like say if you were dropped in an island in the middle of somewhere there's no one and you just like talk, talk yourself how to feed yourself yeah. talk, how to walk talk you know compose great music 
this with no one else then you can turn around to me and be like look okay well <laughs> this is me but like you said even if you're a great runner or whatever or a business person mm-hmm. i mean there is something that you've had to learn for someone to hone that skill that you've got like you said it wasn't an artist to begin with, so yeah, you pass it forward. Yeah, and listen, I'm a massive, massive kind of, uh, you know, I love innovation and I love, uh, I use that word remix again, I love kind of take, I mean, even with the, the run grateful, you know, Bo Miles, you know, had the idea of the mile on the hour every hour, you know, I added my bit of spice with the gratitude and something else was created, you know, and it's just yeah. the kind of like, you know, never discredit anybody for where you found something or where you heard something from or kind of how you got introduced to something and um yeah and just always give give props to the people that are kind of by your side you know that you've learned things from and uh, as opposed to thinking oh, okay i like that well i'm gonna run with that you know and yeah. uh, and other bits and pieces and uh yeah when we go back to the start a lot of what i've uh has happened here is is because i decided to go out for a run you know, because I wanted to give up mobile lights. And um, yeah, wow, like running is just, uh, I mean, I was doing bits and pieces prior to, to running, uh, which is like 10 years ago. But um, this, you know, on reflection, um, and I didn't know at the time, was like the, the missing piece to the puzzle, you know. Um, yeah. Running is, yeah, just absolutely taken taken me to a, to a different level with, with how I uh, choose to do things, yeah. If you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would that be? I don't know, this probably isn't advice. It's more reassurance. You know, it's more just everything's going to be all right. <laughs> Young Mark, like, oh, mate, I was such an insecure kid, so inadequate, so kind of just uh, lived in fear, really. Uh, you know, there's a few reasons why, nothing too dramatic, you know, if, I, if I'm honest, you know, there's people out there with, far more dramatic stories than myself is not belittling uh, my story but it's just a bit of reassurance to say this and mark mate like you're gonna be all right you know just you're gonna be okay so yeah not necessarily advice but, but more of a more reassurance yeah I like that that sort of this that that reassuring hug that 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 those words that you know everything's gonna be fine rather than being like you got to do more. You got to do more of this. And I think, yeah, I think this is settled down because I think at that age, I think many people can relate to it. It's kind of like you're just not knowing yourself, and it's just so many things happening. Yeah, no one knows what they're doing, you know. So when you are young and you look up and you look around and you see this and you see that and you're influenced by certain things and everyone's trying to sell you think and I mean, this is another conversation, but you know, especially these days with my daughters and the pressures, uh, the responsibility I feel as a father. But yeah, just look back on when I was younger, just yeah, just that reassurance, mate. It's just gonna be all right. You know what I mean? Trust yourself. Yeah, yeah. Just no one knows what they're doing, so don't kind of yeah, kind of judge yourself on, on on others. You know, everyone wants to be liked. I think that's just a natural thing, no matter what age you are. But uh, yeah, just don't put too much pressure on yourself, Mark. And uh, yeah. And uh, you're gonna be alright, mate. I know we've spoken about gratitude, mm-hmm. but putting that to one side, yep. is there any other non-negotiable behaviours or habits or superstitions that you do daily? Uh, well, this has seen me through this year, as it has done most other years um, uh, lately. Is yeah, just being con- as consistent as I can. You know, I do breath work. Um, I do kind of CrossFit style stuff. I, I run. Uh, ice baths I've got into this last year so just being consistent trying new things keep an open mind uh, we, I haven't really spoken about open mind um, but I think that's high uh, alongside gratitude you know having an open mind is is critical for me um, and just how I expand that mind with things that I listen to um, things that I watch uh, things that I read you know just uh, it's really important for me that yeah keep an open mind Never believe that, um, you know, I know it all, you know, just be teachable and, uh, and yeah, just be honest, open and willing, really. I like that because it's not saying that you're, you doubt yourself or you're always second guessing yourself, but you have that point every so often where you're just like, is this action, this thought helping me move towards where I need to go in a healthy direction? Yeah. Or is it kind of pulling me back? Yeah. And the, the, the older I get, and the, I used, I don't know if it's the right word again, I've, I've done that a few times, but, you know, the, um, you know the, the, 
there's a natural maturity that kind of goes on the older you get because intuition is a word that always really um, not baffled me. I kind of understood what it meant, but that feeling of intuition is is a tricky one, you know, because they say follow your heart, follow your gut, and, and things like that. And it always used to give me the ump a little bit. I was like, how do you know? And they're like, oh, you just know. And it just, yeah, like I said, high, you know, very frustrating. Um, but the more that you do put yourself out there in the world and you do kind of put one foot in front of the other, try and make things happen and knowing that you're going to fall over, knowing that everything starts somewhere and uh, kind of, you know, it's never going to be perfect. You know, the more that that happens and the more that you've got the ability to to kind of, um, yeah, to learn and to, and to ask for help, etc. the more that intuition becomes a little bit clearer. Um, so, yeah, I think that's really important as well, just to kind of, uh, you know, that intuition piece, just to kind of be curious about what that means for you. And um, and knowing, you talk about evidence, we've spoken about the feeling that that brings, you know, and all of a sudden that feeling becomes a bit more tangible. Okay, well, I felt that then, and that was the outcome, and I'm feeling similar now, so that must mean I'm on the right track. And then all of a sudden that happens more than once, and there's a consistency there. And all of a sudden, that intuition becomes a bit more familiar. And I'll just follow my intuition uh, now more than I call it curiosity, intuition, whatever. But um, Yeah, I think your gut definitely doesn't lie at, at times. So I think there's times to listen to it and times to listen to your head as well. I think there's like, is this getting that, yeah, just trusting yourself, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, trusting yourself. And um, yeah, because ultimately, you know, as much as we've got people around us and uh, some amazing kind of um, opportunities out there to get supported and, and all things of that nature. But, you know, we are on our own. You know, we spend a lot of time with ourselves and um, more, most days. And um, so, yeah, how do we how do we use that time? And uh, so, yeah, you know, getting to know ourselves and, and, and building on our self-awareness and uh, being open, like I've mentioned before, is, is really important as, uh, yeah, as we try and progress, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I just listened to what you said. And I was listening to another podcast the other day, and it made me think it's, you know, regardless of what's happened in the past or whether you could sort of change it before, this is like a general point, not just to you, mm-hmm. but like where we are now, as adults, like within reason, you have an option to to choose your future, to choose what's going to move forward. Because sometimes it's almost like as an adult, you can almost look at the world as almost like a kid because mm-hmm. you're looking at it as when in your five year old self yeah. as an adult. So it's like kind of parking that to one side and just being like, look, this is this is where I am now. I have an opportunity, mm-hmm. like you're talking about, being grateful, mm-hmm. just to kind of move forward and just make the best next step or what are options of what what's available. I mean, that's not for everyone, but it's just kind of being able to sort of park part of your history and not letting it affect the kind of the present and the future. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, it's a tough nut to crack. Um, yeah. but it's also a space that I'm very passionate about being consistent in you, know, you mentioned at the start about that that practice that we're launching soon maybe that's another conversation well it definitely is another conversation for another day but you know it is about supporting people on that because you say it's not for everybody but it kind of is like we're all human beings we've all been put on planet earth for whatever reason yeah. you know we didn't ask to be here let's have it right uh, we fought hard to get here, but um, I can't remember too much about that fight. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's very much about that. It's about, okay, like, what does this represent to me? You know, some have got some big trauma that, um, you know, does have a, a huge impact in, in their outlook and, and how they feel about certain things. But on a whole, you know, there, there is always a solution to whatever is going on, you know. And, um, yeah, so, you know, it is, it is for everybody. And, um and, and that's where the, the open mind comes in because if we all kind of uh, acknowledge that as a starting point, then uh, you know, I believe that opens up uh, a big conversation you know, around how we, how we can um, collectively you know, all support each other here as opposed to yeah. letting you know, um, other influences determine how we think and feel, you know. Yeah, I feel like we could go off onto a, a massive tangent about this because we have kind of talked about it. But I think the overall feel has been really good that we understand kind of the reasons why you kind of start the initiative mm-hmm. and just the impact that it's going to have. And I'm really excited to see what's going to happen in December. I'm going to put obviously all the info in the show notes. But can you just let people know who are listening where they can follow your journey and where they can get involved and just give us all the details for the December challenge? Yeah, no worries. I mean... 
Uh, I mean, it's not about me, so I won't give my personal stuff, but you sure, you know, you might be able to find it um, for other sources. But the um, it's at Run Grateful, uh, or one, one Grateful Run on Instagram. Rungrateful.com is the website, and we're on Facebook and, and, and things like that as well. So, so yeah, just head to head to rungrateful.com really, and uh, you can sign up for free for the December. We've got, um, you know, more uh, Grateful Mile weekends uh, coming up early part of 2021. And, uh, you know, depending on where we are um, in the world and traveling and, and things like that, um, we determine if we were to, well, we definitely are going to one day, but do some more of these track uh, experiences, uh, 24-hour challenge. So, um, so yeah, find us there to keep updated with all that we've got going on. Fantastic. Mark, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thanks for being a guest on the Runners Live podcast. No worries. Enjoy your um, December of walking around in a grateful mile every day. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Runner's Life. If you found value in this episode and you want to support the show, please share with your community, post on your social media channels and encourage them to listen and subscribe. If you want to support my work directly, you can become a member on Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash a runner's life. If you want to get updates on the podcast or you want to see what I'm up to, you can follow me on Instagram at a runner's life underscore podcast and at the marathon markers your time is valuable so thank you for spending your time listening to this episode of a runner's life podcast